This is episode 53 of The Creative Giant Show. Angela joins me again as we talk about the balance between showing up versus self-care. This comes up a lot in our projects, it comes up a lot in your projects, and we're excited to talk about it on the show today. Ready? Let's do this. Welcome to The Creative Giant Show, where we go behind the scenes about what it means to live a life full of creative and professional success. Creative giants are talented, renaissance souls with a compassion-fueled bias towards action. Now, here is your host, Charlie Gilkey. All righty, creative giants. So here's what happens. You have a nice plan for the day and what needs to happen. You've got those deadlines set up and ready to go. And then reality shows up and has a different idea about the way things want to go. So maybe you don't feel particularly well that day. Maybe... I don't know, maybe a cat throws up in your office and you spend 15 minutes cleaning it up. Or in our case, maybe you have a stinking printer that's just not cooperating with you in the right way. All sorts of stuff happens between the time in which you create that beautiful plan for what the day is going to look like and when that day actually happens. Angela and I were thinking about this today as um, we're thinking about this podcast because we originally going to record it earlier in the day and we weren't feeling it because of other priorities and things like that. And then it came to be later in the day and it's like, oh, we need to do all this stuff. We need to pack for a trip tomorrow. We, we've got to get ready for dinner tonight. And what are we going to do? Because there's this very serious um, way in which we need to take care of ourselves. But we also want to be honest and show up with where we are in the process. And this happens so frequently. So here we are sort of in a mix of it showing up. And trying to balance that. So, Angela, what's your take on, on what's going on here? Well, I'm going to try to stick with the G or PG rated version today, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we went back and forth for a few minutes about whether or not we should actually get on here and do this podcast today because we could both readily admit and see that both for ourselves and the other, we weren't really in the best of places today. And um, the first thought was, well, let's go ahead and hold on it um, and show up when we really are at our best because that's what we that's what we want to show up. We want to show up at our best when we're doing well, we're feeling good. Um, and self-care is really important too for both of us. So we're like, we're both not feeling 100%, so we really want to take care of ourselves now I thought about it a little bit more and thought, you know, self-care is important. We're going to try to keep this one fairly short so we can go take care of ourselves as soon as we're off of here. And what better time to talk about being stuck in the mud and the muck and trying to get things done and showing up when you're not at your best. So <laughs> here we are today, like you said, not really at our best with a whole lot of things going on. But wanting to talk about um, just what that looks like for us when that happens. See, I don't know that it's going to be one of those things where we won't show up at our best, though. Right. Because that's the story we tell ourselves is like, oh, the time is not right. It's not perfect. I'm a a little sniffly nosed or Mm -hmm. um, I'm a little I've got the groggies this afternoon or, you know, all sorts of things like that. And we use that to as a tool sometimes to be like, oh, we'll put it off and we'll do it at some other time. And the reality is with our lives, like there's going to be something. Mm -hmm. There is going to be something Saturday. There's going to be something Sunday. There's going to be something next week. And 
you know, Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi sent, uh, he wrote a, a post, I think on Huffington Post or the Psychology Today a few years ago, is, is really influential on me. Mm-hmm. Because what he said was, we often believe that um, two weeks from now, if you look at your calendar and it's all open and spacious, that um, somehow it's going to be different once we get there. But the best way to determine what your schedule is going to look like is to look two weeks in the past mm-hmm. and assume that it's going to look the same. And if we go and look two weeks in the past <laughs> and see what that looks like and use that as a realistic gauge of what our capacity is going to be, we're going to see like, wait a second, it's going to be the same. Yeah. There, there's no pristine place in which like, you know, it's going to be different. Now, granted, two weeks ago, there were, you know, there's a planner launch or some other stuff going on with Live Your Legend and things like that, right? So those things won't be there, but we're creative people mm-hmm. and we're involved in a lot of different projects. So we know that in the future, mm-hmm. there's going to be something that replaces that um, unless we actively decide to slow down, kill a few projects, um, you know, really contain business operations, things like that. So th- I think that's the challenge because showing up, means sometime that you have to trust that whatever comes out and and you got to trust that whatever comes out is going to be good. Mm-hmm. And there's this balance that we're talking about here with self-care of knowing when you're over pushing it. Yeah. Knowing, knowing that. And um, along those lines, it's like why I wanted to do this is because I know if we just jump on and have the conversation, it's going to go magical places. Yeah. It's going to be great. And um, that's what I was telling Angela before this. I was like, it's going to be great. It's a matter of displacement. And we talk a lot about displacement here, right? So mm-hmm. displacement, very basic idea of doing this thing prevents you from doing something else. So had we not done this podcast, we could have taken a power nap. We could have, you know, packed for the trip. We could have just breathed a little bit, which I probably would have done in this case, right? Yeah. Can't say that all the time, but it's in the afternoon and I, I'm more prone to do that in the afternoon. So it's not from my perspective. It wasn't, oh, we're not at our best. It's is this the right activity to do given that it might displace some of these things that might be more nourishing for us mm-hmm. right now balanced with four days from now or when we get back from San Francisco or when we get back from wherever we're going to be in the same position. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, totally. And I think you bring up a good point. There is that, that worry, that concern about showing up and not being at our best Um, And that does, it looks a little bit different for everybody. Um, And it's, you know, we're not at 100%, but I think, you know, this is something we talk about in our business. Like, we don't really want to be running at 100% all the time because what happens is you burn out really quickly. And so I like that we went ahead and got on here today to talk about this because it gives me an opportunity to be accountable for how I'm feeling, what I'm going to do about that, and how I'm going to share that um, with you and with other people. And I have a tendency, as you well know, Charlie, um, to bulldoze, right? I She's I, an epic bulldozer. Yeah. I get my mind set on something and I'm going and I'm doing it. Doesn't matter what else is going on. I'm going to get it done. Um, I've learned, um, you know, we talked in the last time you and I stood here and talked um, about my health, physical and mental health journeys and what that's looked like. And a lot of 
What's come from that over the last five years is that I have had to be a better manager of my energy and really be realistic about what that looks like. And so why I really appreciate that we did this today is that it gave me the chance to own up to how I was really feeling, to say, I'm really not at my best right now. I'm tired. And I'm still excited to get on here and do this and talk to you about this and try to keep it a little bit shorter so I can go and get a little bit of self-care after this. So I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm excited that we went ahead and did this today um, because it gave me a moment in time where those things that we talk to our clients about, that we teach about, about self-care and balance, um, I had to do that right? I, I had to make that decision. I had to look at what that needed to look like for me today in this moment. Yeah. You know, there's, we've talked about this. There's been a tense point sometimes when it comes to like self-care and doing that audible when you just don't have time, because on the one hand, it's like you've got to self-care is really our highest priority when it comes to things. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, there are other two, two different things to think about here. One is that it's easy to think in the moment, like, I'll just not do that. Mm-hmm. And forget about the fact that, like, whatever you let go of is going to come back up somewhere down the road. Yep. And there's also, with, so it's kind of a corollary to that. When you're, when you're thinking about this, sometimes you make the non-obvious or the counterintuitive call to do something that doesn't necessarily maximize your current sort of what you need in that moment, because you know that sort of the, the lifetime dread, if you were, we talk, <laughs> you know, the dread to work ratio that, that you put it off and you've got to think about it for the next 10 days until you pick it back up. Like that actually has cost to it as well. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it might be like, yeah, I'm a little groggy. Maybe it'd be nice if it take a, a block or a walk around the block, so on and so forth. But I know for me, and this will sometimes trip me up too, I don't want to think about it for the next 10 days. Oh, yeah. Right? I don't want it hanging over my shoulder. I don't want to be like, oh, where are we? Like, we could have done the podcast, but I took that, you know, I took that walk and then I can't do it. And, you know, because it, it's like, um, it's kind of like financial debt. You kind of get into a place of project debt. Mm-hmm. To where you go into project debt and you know that at some point down the road, you're going to have to pay the piper. Mm-hmm. And knowing that you've got to pay the piper, you pay it with sort of psychic and emotional interest, right? And so that's what it was for me. It was like, you know, I, I know that we could have, again, chosen a different thing. But, you know, I'm going to be in San Francisco tomorrow and be like, oh, man, like, get a plan for that Saturday. But I know Saturday I'm not going to feel like it. I know Sunday because I know my patterns, right? Mm-hmm. I know myself well enough. And that's the interesting thing is it goes back to the Greeks, like, know thyself, and really honoring that your way may not look like somebody else's way. I know myself that I'm that that project debt and that project interest is going to bug the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to pay for that somewhere. And mm-hmm. so a lot of times that's a hard choice, right? Of like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do this now. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's that way with emails for me, to be honest. <laughs> like, I'm like, I can always do that tomorrow, but I know I'm going to wake up tomorrow and that thing is still going to be looking at me. And fundamentally, it's not that thing. It's not the email. It's that relationship. It's that person 
that asked a question, that's person that's looking for some feedback or that person that's looking to be seen or that person that's looking for information, mm-hmm. that person's going to have to wait. Yeah. And that when you, I don't know, sometimes, it, sometimes I think about it too much, Angela knows this, right? But when I think about the fact that every person's like every real person, not the robots and the scammers and things like that, but every real person that sends you or every email that you get is from a real person mm-hmm. that's looking for something. Mm-hmm. And when you, so I think about that because I'm like, now what's the best way to take care of them? In my case is to write brief emails quickly, right? Mm-hmm. That's not always somebody else's way to do that. So that's the trick, you know, because the simple answer, the surface answer is self-care in the moment always takes priority. Mm-hmm. But that's not really, that doesn't really capture the totality of what it's like to be a creative giant, what it's like to be in this process where you're never really done with stuff. We all know that. Mm-hmm. But it sucks to feel like you're behind all the time. It does. It does. So I have... um Something that's coming up for me as you were saying the last part of that, and I'm not, I don't want to pick on you, Uh-oh. but I know you, you got that look. You're like, oh no, she is going to pick on she me. She is going to pick on me. So, as the, well, self dubbed queen of self care within our company, who, by the way, is usually the worst at self care as well, it's, you know, we, we teach what we need to most know. Um, what I heard you say just there was maybe self-care isn't always the most pressing thing in the moment. Is that what I heard? I, what you heard was there are different ways of thinking about Mm self-care and there's the momentary, either physical or emotional sort of way of thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And then there's sort of that longer view of what's the total psychic cost or total emotional cost or what's okay. the total energetic cost of this particular choice over the ca- over the next you know period of time okay and so the simple sort of thing is like i'm tired i don't feel like doing it mm-hmm. and then it's like but when is it going to get done okay you know yeah. how's that going to get done assuming that we've we've curated our our project list to mm-hmm. focus on stuff that actually does matter. Yeah. Like if this didn't and we really didn't care, it'd be like, okay, like you could just put it off or eliminate it completely. Mm-hmm. But we have true displacement here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, that that helps. Thank you for clarifying that for me. Um because I think what you're saying is is spot on, right? First of all, we have to hope that we've made those decisions about what our schedule and what our priorities look like, what what we want them to look like. And, um, you know, one of the things that I hear in my head sometimes is you actually Uh-oh. talking about, you know, have we scheduled our priorities, mm-hmm. right? Because it's easy to let our schedules just rule our lives and we go with what our schedule tells us perhaps without thinking whether or not is this is this my highest priority is this where this needs to be prioritized in my day and my week and my life um and again i'm kind of excited that we got on here today to talk about this when you know i was mentioning to you earlier that there were several things that i wish i would have been able to get done today and was on my to-do list Um, but the fact that we're leaving incredibly early in the morning to go to San Francisco tomorrow and 
I have not been to the chiropractor for a few weeks and really like my shoulders and my neck have not been feeling good. Like I had to move things today um, to get in, to get to that appointment so that I'm not going to be suffering and in pain on a plane flight and while we're gone. Um, It sounds like a small thing and it is though, it's those small things, those things around self-care that are so important and understanding when it is time for them to displace something else that you may have had on your list for the day or on your schedule for the day. Um, have an important phone call that I need to make for an event that we're planning. It may just have to happen tomorrow. Um, you know, we're going to get in early. I'm still going to have plenty of time tomorrow to do work. So um, just recognizing that what I had on my schedule today was important and there are things that need to happen. And looking at the total view of things, again, if I put that doctor's appointment off again until next week, there was going to be a lot of suffering that happened in the meantime and other things that were going to get displaced. So the project that I had hoped to finish today so that I could hand off to somebody else on our team and that phone call may have to happen tomorrow. Yeah, we have part of the luxury here is that we have our own company. We can control our own schedules to a large extent. Mm-hmm. And so that gives us different options that that I'm aware other people don't have. I'm grateful that we have those options. Yeah. And sometimes, though, what I want to say is if you're working a nine to five, if you're in an inner job, I think a lot of times you you um you become more of a victim. I've seen people become more of a victim to their schedules. Like, they're, mm-hmm. oh, I can't decide to do these things because I've got to work nine to five. Mm-hmm. And it's really about with the time that you do have available and the time that is under your control, like as much as time can be under your control anyways. That's a whole problematic conversation that we'll save for another day. Mm-hmm. Um, but saying, you know what, during this time, if, if, I'm, if I'm working nine to five and I know it takes me an hour and a half to get home and I have from 6.30 to 10 o'clock, Yes, maybe that's not at your peak time of the day. So maybe you won't be the novel writer or the programmer or the painter. Mm-hmm. But what can you do during that amount of time to both take care of yourself, you know, to and, and in this case, and I, I'm not trying to be really squishy on this whole self-care thing. Mm-hmm. But what I've experienced in myself, I think I've experienced in you and clients is that um, not taking care of yourself creatively, not providing creative outlets for yourself, mm-hmm. not having fun outlets for yourself, inevitably becomes a physical problem. Oh, yeah. It inevitably mm-hmm. um, shows up in your body in different places. Mm-hmm. And so that's where, you know, when I'm talking about this broader view of self-care, it's not just about, you know, your body, but it's about this totality of you, you know, physical, emotional, social, mental, and spiritual. If you're not feeding each of those parts of yourself, what I've noticed is that it comes back to be a physical self-care issue, you yeah. know, uh, because you're not taking care of your body, excuse me, because you're not taking care of what you need creatively or spiritually, you're going out and maybe buying something that you wouldn't otherwise buy. Mm-hmm. Or because you're not feeling like you're, you don't feel personal and creative sovereignty over yourself. You go and fill yourself up with pizza and and ice cream and things like that. Again, we manifest these things physically Mm -hmm. that then we end up on the whole like, oh, man, I got to go to the gym 
well, you had to go to the gym because, you know, you, you spent three months like emotionally, emotionally healing yourself through food, mm-hmm. which then you got to make time to do that. And then it starts this whole cycle all over again. Mm-hmm. So I think that's just something that that's really hard to work out sometimes, right? Because on the very simple view, self-care is just about taking care of your body. Mm-hmm. On a broader view, it's about taking care of all of those aspects of yourself. Yeah. And that might lead, again, to some counterintuitive choices in the moment. Mm -hmm. It does. um, And it absolutely can. And I think that, you know, one of the things that I like to do for myself sometimes, and I know that you do this in in another way, and it's something that we encourage our clients to do, and I would encourage anybody to do, is every once in a while, you know, whether or not it needs to be monthly for you or quarterly Um, whatever that looks like for you, is to take some time, some dedicated time for yourself and actually sit down and look at what your schedule has looked like, what it's been the last month, two months, three months, what it looks like coming up, and ask yourself, are the things that are of the most importance to me showing up in my schedule? It may be that, you know, getting to every soccer game that your eight-year-old has is one of the most important things to you. And that may mean that you need to shift some of your um, schedule around work if you're able to do that, or that you need to change carpools, doing that kind of thing. Um, but it's so easy and I've noticed this as we've gotten older, how fast time goes and the months and the years just seem to be flying by. Um, and so much amazing, um, so many amazing things are happening in that period of time. And sometimes I stop and I look back and I'm like, wow, okay. I really wish that I would have put more weight on this certain thing and have prioritized it more. And so that, you know, kind of circling back around and why we're having this talk today is um, it's helped me to check back in. Um, It was this, you know, small little thing of do we do the podcast or do we not do the podcast, right? One decision to be made that made me step back and realize, wait, it's not just that. Um, What does all of this mean? And so it was a gentle nudge for me today to realize that it's actually been a couple of months since I've checked in on that for myself. And it's time for me to set aside a few hours, um, maybe this weekend, actually, um, and see what my schedule has looked like and really reflect on where I want my energy to be focused right now. Yeah, I so want us to launch into the penny exercise. Oh my gosh, I know. I've been thinking that too. I'm like, oh, the penny exercise. But we don't have time for the penny (laughs) exercise today um, for reasons that we're talking about, but maybe sometime in the future. Penny exercise is just a a facilitation tool that that she and I both um, use in our different speeches and workshops Mm -hmm. That helps people align their priorities with where their time is going. So yeah. maybe another time we'll do the penny exercise. We should. We should. Um, 
But I wanted to pull back because we've talked a lot about the self-care piece. Mm -hmm. But showing up, especially in the showing up in the way that we're talking about. So, okay. Mm -hmm. We always have to do this because it's, it's it's on the blog, but it's not quite what we mean. So, there are kind of two kinds of showing up real quick, right? So this is kind of the showing up and sort of phoning it in and just kind of button seat, like you're just kind of there. That's not the real type of showing up that we're talking about. We're talking about a a greater sense of showing up that takes the energy and it takes the courage, right? Mm -hmm. And I want to talk about that because, you know, pursuant to what you were just saying there, um, making that choice to prioritize taking care of your or going to your eight-year-old's soccer game. Mm Mm-hmm. And coming up with other creative solutions and or telling other people no, which I'm going to get in trouble with this. Women historically or sociologically have a har- far greater, um, far harder time saying no. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that takes courage. Yeah. Right. It really does take courage um, to know that it's going to be OK and to know that even if it's not OK, tough shit. Right. <laughs> um, because you can't do everything. Yeah. We can. So it's kind of this funny thing, right? The the challenge of of being human is that we have infinite potential, but we're bounded in times and in time and resources. So mm-hmm. we can do given the amount of time, like we can do anything, but we're bound by resources, we're bound by time, we're bound by energy. And so we can always see it, which is where we end up with that that idea that our reach will always exceed our grasp. Mm-hmm. And when you really get that and come to peace with that, you recognize that it takes a lot of courage to find those things that matter most to you yeah. and deliberately fight for them. Or if fight is, it makes it sound far too masculine, nurture them, cultivate them. Right. And at the expense of other things, right. Because OPP other people's projects and priorities will always, always um, come up and, and interfere. So that's this balance, right. Mm-hmm. To, to really have, this expanded notion of self-care requires showing up and having the courage to make those tough choices both in the moment, what's right for me, mm-hmm. but also to have the tenacity that when you're not feeling good yeah. and when there are when there would be easier ways to opt out and to not do your best work, to say, you know what, I'm going to do it today. It's going to be hard. I've got the sniffles. Mm-hmm. And this is the work that needs to be done today. There's a there's that tension, that balance, that beauty, mm-hmm. all sort of wrapped up into one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, it's important to recognize and remember that there's not there's not a right or wrong answer here, right? There's what's right or wrong for you. Um and you get to decide what that looks like. And I think it's really important for us all to keep in mind, especially when we feel like we're like our leash is just being tugged all the time, this direction and this direction and that direction. And there's so many people that need our attention um, or that need something from us that in the midst of all of that, to own your autonomy and to realize that you in the end get to make that decision of where you're going to focus is incredibly important, um, incredibly important. I think it's, I forget which of the four agreements that it is, right? That's do oh. your best, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And that's the thing. You go to bed at night 
whether you're spent from a day of just being in the arena and having it out there all on the field, on the field, or if you're, you know, nice and comfy because you did different things, or if you're regretting it because there are things that didn't go on a do list to do list. The thing about it is, is there's this sort of, I don't want to call it the art of because art of is overdone, but there's this way in which you look back over the day and you say, you know what? I took care of my priorities. I took care of myself and I did my best. Mm -hmm. And that's all you'll ever be able to do today, tomorrow, the next day. And I think that's the, that's really kind of the pinnacle of this, right? And just understanding that you can't do everything. Mm -hmm. Plans are going to change. Reality is going to show up. There's going to be wolves at the door. There's going to be fires, fires to fight. There's going to be, you know, cats messing with you. We we joke a lot about cats because we have older <laughs> cats that are always they're they're like the the monkey wrenches in in the plan, right? But there's always going to be that version of of things that show up. But I think if you can say, you know what, I took care of my priorities. I took care of myself in this greater way, and I did my best. Mm-hmm. You just gotta like, that's it, man. That's it. Yeah, that's a that's a good healthy place to be. It really is. Alrighty, so I think we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. Yeah, I think we should. And I'd like to say one last thing before we do. As we've been talking about priorities and balancing things and having autonomy over our, our time and where our focus goes and balancing showing up um, in our best way and our not so best way and self-care, I would just like to you know, put a little reminder out there. Um, What are you doing to take care of yourself today? Right? So for those of you who are listening, um, I encourage you uh, to ask yourself that question. What am I doing today to take care of myself? Um, And follow through. Do something that nourishes you today. Yeah. What are you doing to take care of yourself and what are you doing today to build a better tomorrow? Mm, yeah. Finding that balance. And that's the tricky bit. That's the tricky bit. But, you know, that's what makes this life interesting and beautiful. And, you know, that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. What are you going to say? And that's why we have the Creative Giant Show, because <laughs> we get to talk about those things and try to figure it out together. <laughs> All righty. Um, it's been fun hanging out again. Yeah. Let's do this again. Oh, well, we will. Yeah, we will. So we get to do another high five. We do get to do another All right. high five. There we go. Uh. <laughs> All righty, Creative Giants. So what are you doing to, A, take care of yourself, self-care in this in this really expansive way that we've been talking about? What are you doing today to take care of yourself in that way? And two, what are you doing today to build a better tomorrow? And until next time, stand tall. Thanks for listening to The Creative Giant Show. To find more tools and inspiration for creative giants, head on over to ProductiveFlourishing.com. Stand tall, creative giant.